Hey guys, God bless you and thank you for tuning in to Hope Ministries. I am your podcast host as always, Kenny. This time a little more excited than usual to bring you the new message of hope, the fresh new content the Holy Spirit is always releasing. Um, the reason I say that is because last night at our young adults meeting with True Encounter, um, it's just it was a major stepping stone in a direction of um, maturity and graduation over our weaknesses and our struggles. You know, last night we had such a great gathering. We had some some old faces come back. We had some new faces, and we had people who have been in this process process since the beginning of the year. And it has led me to just have a burst of joy today. So I'm thankful for that. Before I get into talking about what happened last night, which is today's topic, I do have a few updates. I'm not going to go too crazy this time, I I promise you. But I do want to say first of all, guys, I've said this in the last podcast, um, Laura and I will be doing our first uh, marriage conference together uh, on February 29th, that will be upstate in Haverstraw, New York. We love Ready, Set, Go Youth, so that to me is always going to be an explosion of what God does. And, and thankfully, this time around, we'll have the team again going up there to help minister and just be a part of it all. So again, True Encounter, love you guys. Excited for that. Uh, second thing, we'll be having our announcements coming uh, this Monday for everything that's going to be happening in March, including Crave Nights. Um, we had a kind of January, February Crave Night on February 1st. So um, we're now excited to announce the next Crave Night. Uh, for those who were there last time, you know how it was. I don't got to explain it. But for those who are listening and, and maybe you're a first time listener and you don't know what Crave Night is, it's just an amazing night of worship. We're just connect with God. There's no agenda. There's no lead speakers. There's no teaching. It's just worshiping God. Um, someone told me last time and they prayed for the three hours it was happening. I mean, you could do any kind of connection because a lot of us have so much on our plate that doing simple things like seeking out God and praying to Him are just impossible, so to speak. But those kind of nights are just so edifying for all who come. So I invite you. Um, well, obviously, I'll give you the date first, but. We're aiming for the 29th, I believe it is, or 28th. I'm not really sure, but that last Saturday in March. But we're going to go over all those things. All those dates will be released. So stay tuned for that. And last but not least, next week, next Wednesday, is our third, um, I guess you could say, uh, class or gathering of the current events. Uh, To me... It's been amazing to see how people have responded. I feel like every single time the current events are announced, the crowd just gets bigger and bigger. And again, if you're new, you're listening for the first time, what is current events exactly? Basically taking news that's happening in the world. Um, stuff, for instance, we spoke about the earthquakes and the natural disasters happening in the world. We spoke about Kobe Bryant's death. We spoke about Kanye's uh, conversion to Christianity or, I guess, return since he was always has that had that faith in him. And we spoke about a lot of different things, even Halloween at one point. And this time, my wonderful wife, Laura, will be bringing the topic of how to interact with other religious groups as Christians. You know, one of the hardest things for Christians to do consistently is to talk, have actual conversations, not arguments, not deliberating, not, you know, not like, you know, I'm talking about 
actual conversations with uh, Muslims and with Jewish the Jewish community. Um, I think those kind of conversations can be intimidating. Um, both of the, all three groups are very strong in their beliefs. So you know um, it's going to be a good class to help all the believers out there interact with these people, share the love of Christ with them, and just learn how to have conversations to talk to people. That's what God wants us to do to bring the truth to anyone at any time. So. That's going to be interesting. And Colby, a.k.a. the Creative Colby, a.k.a. the Pottery Mamba. <laughs> That's the name I just gave her right now. And I'm sure she's listening and laughing laughing at that comment. Um, we'll be bringing a topic about the plastic issue. Now, I know that doesn't sound like sexy. Like, oh, it's not like, oh, wow, like, what about plastic? The reality is it's a very, very important topic. To the point where she, when she brought it up, I started taking my, my changing my perspective and viewpoint about plastic around me. Um, I mean, you see the oceans being filled with these things, poor sea animals getting caught in these things, fish being caught and getting their bellies opened up and just finding plastic, whales, sharks, all these things is kind of becoming a scary issue and for those who don't know as of March 1st here in New York no more plastic bags so it's gonna be a, a pretty cool combination of the two I'm excited because both of them really bring great presentations so stay tuned for that try to get out there guys 34 Locust Street in Valley Stream New York that's where True Encounter has their meetings. We hope to see you there if you're in the area. If not, we're going to find a way to get slides to you, to get content to you. But just get in contact with us. Obviously, my email is attached to my Anchor profile and my platforms. So uh, reach out to me there if you can. And the last update, which is going to segue me into my uh, topic, the talk, um, was about last night's experience. Guys, you know, um, being someone who is uh, leading young adults and, and youth and, and the young generation, it's never easy. You know, a lot of people don't have the same uh, transparency, the same ability to speak about deep-rooted things as I do. But I also do enjoy uh, helping people day by day just open up, you know. I feel like there's a, there's a passion that God has put inside me to embrace that process. And last night was just an amazing thing to witness. Uh, people came, they showed up, and they opened up. I mean, we had someone there for the very, very, we actually, I'm sorry, we had two people there that were there for the very, very first time, and they participated in something that we the people at True Encounter know have been working on for a month and a half. So think about that. We've been building this, almost building this to the point where we knew this day was coming because we hand out the dates now ahead of time. And the day comes and you're comfortable and you're trying to work at all the kinks and get the last minute confidence and all of a sudden new people come in, you know. And the way we did it was you broke it down into three different groups. And uh, I, I want to give a shout out to my leaders, uh, Nicole and Laura and myself. We all led uh, each discussion, each table. And uh, it's never easy. It's never easy to have that position. So I thank you guys so much for being obedient and trusting God more than anything that he would lead you in that discussion. But it was, it was just deep because uh, we have had um, a lot on our plate as far as addressing the needs of each individual, both spiritually and physically. And we're just in this very slow, tortoise-like process to get to the point where people are finally free from themselves. You know, take that burden off of you, cast it on Jesus, and take upon His yoke. He has a light one for us. It's, 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 it's nothing for us, you know? And 
I, I, I think last night witnessing so many people talk about things that have been hurting them, distracting them, impeding them, uh, causing doubt, causing fear. I mean, that is such a major um, step in the right direction towards faith, you know. So that was a lot. And I kind of want to give you a breakdown of how yesterday was run as well, too, because I actually related last night's discussion to the we need to talk comment, you know, um, for all those listening right now. Have you ever had that moment? That moment when someone was like, yo, I got to talk to you or we need to talk. I, I was giving him a funny example that when my wife, Laura, says that to me, I'm sitting in the room and I'm just like, yo, what does she know? What does she find out? What is she hearing? It's funny because like it's nothing like I'm not hiding things. It's just that like all of a sudden your mind just just gravitates to the all the possible negative outcomes. Like did she find out that I played with GI Joe so I was 15 years old? Did she find out that I only I only drank light beer in the world? <laughs> like you know like what what is the possible outcome? What is she hearing? Why does she want to have a talk? And I think immediately it forms some kind of disconnect. Why? Because it has a negative connotation connected to it. It's just, it's something when someone says it, it's like, ah, I don't want to do this because now it's going to be something very intrusive. But let me tell you something. Even though it's negative and it has those, you know, weird triggers, uh, it's a very important part to the communication process. If you want to become a better communicator, a better listener, and understand people, you're gonna have to go to the point where you listen to people when they want to address something that you're not necessarily prepared for. Why? Because a talk that deliberately desires to address an issue is an opportunity to understand one another, not a threat to your livelihood. Understand that today, that if someone wants to have a talk about something that maybe offended them or they misinterpreted, don't take it as a direct threat towards you. We love to take those moments and say, well, now they're going to attack me. They're going to blindside me. They're going to ambush me. And I don't think that's right. I don't think that you have respect for me. But guys, take a breath. Take a step back and and look at it as an opportunity to get to understand somebody else. I mean, how many times are we asking God to help me and give me peace and give me patience? And God gives you these perfectly set up, you know, theatrical uh, scenes. But like we fail every single time because we're thinking that there's different motives. We're thinking that there's different, you know, things, occult things happening behind the scenes. But the reality is God put you in the scene. He gave you the script, which is the word. And he gave you his spirit to believe in him to help you uh, get through the whole situation. So when my wife comes to me and she wants to address something, I take it as an opportunity to get to grow with my wife. It could be your friend. It could be your coworker. It could be your boss. It could be a, a, um, a, any kind of superior. It could be a peer. Whatever it is, take it as an opportunity to become a better person and to just enhance your communication process. When, when, my, when I spoke about this, it took me directly to Philippians 2, 3 through 4. And I'm reading for the, from the Amplified Version, if you have your Bible open. And it says, Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant nor self-righteous. Regard others as more important than yourselves. When you regard someone else as more important to yourself, and they say they want to talk, you take it seriously, and you realize, okay, this person has something on their mind, and I want to help them. Whether it's against me, whether I messed up or I failed, and they're trying to correct something I did, Whatever it may be, I want to make sure that I hold them above myself. 
It continues by saying, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. If someone, the only way for someone to communicate what they're going through is maybe being a little expressive, maybe a little bit, you know, upset, a little demonstrative, so to speak, let them express themselves and take it as an opportunity not only to hear them, but also help them process that you don't need to explode to do this, but I'm all ears. You know, a majority of the arguments and disconnects happen when one party in a conversation does not give full attention to the other party. And that's where things get really dicey. You know, you start talking to someone and before you know it, the person's dozing off or their, their eyes are wandering and you have no idea if they're even listening to you. And now you're offended. And now what you're saying becomes more spiteful and more, uh, I guess you could say on the defensive. And now the whole thing has collapsed. But if you hold each other in a higher respect and you hold each other's interest uh, as gold in your hand, you'll see that all these conversations will be as a benefit, not for um, your downfall or for your, um, I guess, demise. So, you know, last month I had everyone wrote, write um, their current physical and spiritual needs. We're going one at a time. I really feel like if we can help people get those burdens off of them, they can operate better. Now, I'm not trying to play the role of Jesus. I'm not trying to say, give me your yoke and you can go on and live freely. No, because the fact is, if I were to do that, I would actually be failing them because I would fail and it would cause a whole domino effect of, uh, of lack of trust or bro a breaking, uh, a breach, so to speak, of trust. So, what we're learning is coming together to communicate our issues and then helping each other get through those that, that process of life's trials, you know? Um, that's the mission. Our mission is to help each other get through those life trials. And I believe when we speak up about the things that are hurting us and tormenting us, we increase the number of ways to solve the issue at hand and we actually uh, decrease the number of toxic thoughts that make the issue worse. Yes, if you don't talk about what you're going through, chances are it is eating away at you. Chances are it's like a venom you're taking every single day and you're rotting away from the inside. And if you're rotting away from the inside, you have no spiritual alliance with the Holy Spirit who is the greatest counselor and has all wisdom. And then we feel useless and powerless, thus leading to creating our own strong tower of I can do it, I'm capable, I know what I have to do, yet there's no fruit no production, no action. And again, guys, it's a really, it's a depressing place to be in. You, know, you don't want to be in that place where you're, you're trying to fight all your battles by yourself. So we, like I said before, we had an in-depth discussion in three different groups. And uh, even for the new people, we had some guidelines to help them get through their stuff. And I want to get a, sh a shout out to, to Kelvin, to Julian uh, and Julian, two Julians, uh, to Virginia, to Yesenia, and to Medallis, um, even Layla actually too. These people kind of jumped on board uh, less than two weeks ago and some of them were there for the first night yesterday. And they jumped right in. They said, you know what, I'm gonna go for this. And they gave some advice, they took advice, they wrote some notes down and they expressed themselves. And guys, believe it or not, it sounds almost like kind of elementary, like wow, Ken, it's not like they're going to heaven tomorrow. You have no idea in this generation how big that is, how many people, I can, I don't have a poll in front of me, but. I'm sure, I'm sure if we saw a poll, the majority of people were closed off in this generation and don't speak about what they're going through because they feel like they don't have that outlet or that ear or whatever it may be. So to give them an opportunity to vent about what they're going through and to express 
um, what they really want to do is something that for this generation is going to it's going to really awaken a lot of uh, uh, pioneers, uh, a lot of world changers, a lot of uh, a tone setters, so to speak. So. I'm grateful for that opportunity, and we had them speak concisely. We had them stay on topic, uh, no cell phones, um, write write down each other's ideas, and also challenge themselves. That's one thing that you're going to learn from this episode is that you have to absolutely challenge yourself. If you're not challenging yourself, if you're not breaking the walls of your comfort zone, chances are you'll rattle around a bubble of frustration until you deem it necessary. And when I mean necessary, it might mean rock bottom, it might be debt, it might be swallowed by your emotions. You have to find it in you to make that leap of faith and say, you know what, God, I'm done with this phase of my life. I'm going on to the next glory because that's how God has us, right? From glory to glory and from faith to faith. So... You know, the, the goal of the church is to enter a, a united, enter into a united pursuit of God by becoming one spirit and one mind. Our vision will lead us to help people in need while building a foundation off of Christ Jesus in our own personal lives. It's so good to build with Jesus because not, not um, if the storm comes, but when the storm comes, we're not going to be dragged away by our desires, by our emotions, by what the world demands of me. But we're going to stay firm in that. We're going to grow together. I love how the, the church in the book of Acts chapter 2, 42 through 47 and you can read that on your own, but it just talks about how everyone was giving their needs and putting it at the feet of the apostles and telling them, you guys, you disperse it. You give it about how, about how you see, you know, if, if someone's in need, give it to them. People would sell their properties. People would, they would congregate every day, break bread, give thanks, and see signs, wonders, and miracles countless amount of times amongst themselves. In this generation, what ends up happening is that we have jobs, sometimes second jobs, sometimes a relationship, sometimes hobbies, sometimes a side gig. We have all these responsibilities that we take on and it ends up just just cluttering our whole plate. You know, I spoke about that last Sunday. If you have a chance on Facebook on my name, Kenny Rudez, I had a whole preaching about what's on your plate. So many people are just putting on all these things, and in the end, just so they can tell God, I have excuses. But trust me, God sees right past that. So don't put all those things on your plate. Give it all to God and eat of the daily bread that we need. Eat of the faith that you need and eat of the things that you know are going to edify you. So, you know, this leads me into a question for all you listeners out there. And that is, you know, what, you know, the question is, what burden have you been carrying around uh, over and over and trying time and time again to resolve it by yourself? What are you carrying right now? You know, you might think it's your cross. You might think it's, oh, I'm doing this for the kingdom. But there's so many burdens and so many issues you've been silent about that you haven't opened up about. And you're kind of praying to God saying, God, how do I get past this? What do I do? The word says to confess to each other. And not just sins. I don't want you to be focused on like, oh, I sinned, so I gotta confess this. No, confess the things you're going through. Confess the struggles. Because the word also says that there's saints all over the world that are going through the same issues you're going through. Confess these things to one another. And you'll see in the fidelity and the obedience of confessing these things, you'll find out real quick that there are small things in front of you. You know, it's, it's hard to see people hold on to these things to themselves and go radio silent because what ends up happening is you literally wage war against yourself, become your own worst enemy, and then feel trapped because the two are sharing one body. 
Like you become the person you hate the most. And now that leads to depression, to self-hate. You have low self-esteem. You don't have any confidence in yourself. You can put on all the makeup. You can buy all the name brands. You can have the freshest outfits. You can do all those things. Get a haircut, trim your beard, but you still feel empty inside. There's something so significant about being together, about being one. God wants us to become one, not only with Him, but with the body of Christ, which is our peers, our brothers and sisters. And He's emphasizing that. And today I want you to believe that God still very much believes in you. That you, that the issue that's in front of you is but a mere pebble to Him. That there's a body of people who, ha- who He has assigned that are going to help you advance to the next phase, or the next stage in your life. Sometimes you have to see the we need to talk um, as God's way of saying to you right now, I have the solution to your issue and I just need your full attention and your focus. That to me um, has been something that has led me into deeper intimacy with God because a lot of us want to hear from his wisdom and take from that tree of life, so to speak. But we don't give the time. We don't have the focus. We're trying to do intimate thing, intimate things in crowded atmospheres. You can't do that because our mind likes to just shoot around and, 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 and just pick up on the next thing that's happening because it gets really bored, I guess, really fast. But if you were to just turn everything off, turn the world off. You know, for me, I put some instrumental music on. I open up my notes and I start writing or reading, whatever it is. And that just keeps me focused. It, it kind of triggers me to say, Ken, nothing else matters. Nothing else, nothing, else, nothing else exists but just this. If you really want an answer today, know this. God has sent someone in your life, a laborer, a messenger, a brother, or somebody, maybe it's a passing stranger, to help you get through the issue you're going through. And again, trust me when I say he's willing to hear, willing to listen, and willing to communicate what's going on with you. But you have to be just as willing to put everything else aside and put his precepts back right in front of you. I thank you guys so much for listening to these podcast stations. I thank you for being a part of this journey with me. And I hope that this this class, this teaching, this lesson helps you get through what you're going through. Um, if you do have any issue, issues, you know you can reach out to me. I have many different platforms I've put on my Anchor um, podcast uh, homepage. And you can reach out to me there, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, even email. You know, um, I really hope that the, the things you learn, you're learning and hearing today are going to lead you to become a better version of yourself. And it's not so much that, you know, we're, com- we're aiming to become better versions. We're aiming to become Christ-like. We're aiming to become like Jesus. We're aiming to surrender all things and to know Him more. So, um, again, the needs talk is never easy, but God is telling you today, um, pick your head up, look around, and really assess the room and examine who's there because there's a person there ready to represent me as my ambassador to help you get through what you're going through. I love you guys. God bless you. Again, stay tuned for the Crave Nights, the teachings, everything. And please, please, please be there next Wednesday. You're not going to want to miss it. I love you guys and have a great day.